verse 15. I want us all to see it. Can we please be fast on the display? Hallelujah. Are we all seeing it here? Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Can we read together? Ready? Go. Hallelujah. He says, steady. Please, if anyone is outside, please let them come inside. Let everyone come inside. Praise the Lord. Steady to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. He says, steady. Hallelujah. Steady. So it means that this, this God giving an instruction through the Apostle Paul to his son Timothy. He's telling him, he said, Timothy, steady to show yourself approved unto God. A workman. That means that every believer is a workman. Once you are born again, you are a workman. Amen. He says, steady to show thyself approved unto God. The only way you can show yourself approved unto God is through studies. A lot of people don't or a lot of places in our Christian world don't emphasize studying the word of God. But you ought to study God's word. Hallelujah. He says that you should study to show yourself approved. So the only way God says that this one is approved is through studies. If you have not studied, God will still say, no, no, you are not approved. You may be doing all that you are doing, but without studies, you are not approved. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. He says, rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Not the word of what? <laughs> of the law. The word of truth. Rightly divide. You know where to put which word? Hallelujah. We are not people that go about and do whatever we want to do. No. We don't, what we talk about is not something we don't know about. No. When you open your mouth as a Christian, you should know what you are talking about. Pastor, Pastor shared a story that he said when he was on campus, there was a dear young lady in the faith. And the young lady met a Muslim gentleman and the muslim gentleman argued with the young lady that jesus is not the son of god jesus is not the son of god the young lady came back confused as to whether jesus is really the son of god or not what was the basis or the reason for her confusion her lack of studies praise the lord you know the strength of faith is in the word of god the strength of faith is in the word of God. The, 
what gives you boldness to say that Jesus is Lord and you know that when I say I am a Christian you know what it means what gives you that boldness is the word of God but without knowing it without, without knowing what the word of God says you wouldn't be bold about it so it's imperative for us to know the word it's imperative for us to know what he has said in his word God didn't just write the word of God or document his word for us to carry some people some people have very big bibles but they don't read them they carry the bible to church open it with their glasses and the the, the preacher man is preaching like you're all watching me and they are writing some notes and they'll close the bible that's the end hallelujah but you know when you come to church on sundays this is just the beginning we are we are warming you up to go out on Mondays to Saturdays to study what you have been taught. The Bible says that the, the people of Beria were more noble than the people of Thessalonica or the church in Thessalonica. Why? He said because when they heard Paul preach, they went back and they went to investigate in scriptures what Paul was talking about. To see if what he was saying was true. How do you know that what we are saying is true? If you don't study the scriptures. If you don't verify from the word of God. How do you know? Anybody can come around you and say anything. But when you have knowledge of scripture. Nobody can deceive you. Praise God. No one can tell you to bath soap for you to get 100 million dollars. The following day. Praise the Lord. Are we all here? So today we are studying the seven benefits. There are a lot of benefits. But we are going to seven. Seven benefits of the word of God in our lives. Once you study God's word. What, what will, will the word of God do for you? Why should you study God's word? What will you do? Why you are always saying, oh, let us study the Bible. What, what will the Bible do for you? Bartholomew, what would the Bible do for you? Black Christian, what would the Bible do, do for you? Bella Prince, Sister Bridget, what would the Bible do for you? Why is it that we emphasize on the studies of Scripture? Or God emphasizes on the study of Scripture? What will He do? What are the benefits? Benefit number one. The word of God serves as a guide to us. The word of God serves as a guide to us. So one benefit of studying God's word or knowing God's word is guidance. 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 Hallelujah. Go to Psalm 119. Glory. Praise the Lord. Our Father is in the house. Shall glory. Hallelujah. Psalm 119, verse 105. Are we all there? Psalm 119, verse 105. You know, there's a reason why 
the word of God is ministered to us in church, like you are hearing now. See, the reason for the ministration of God's word is so that your life will be the outcome of the word of God that is being ministered to you. We don't minister the word of God to you so that you turn out differently. No. The ministration of the word, the result of the ministration is that your, your life will turn out to be what has been ministered to you. Praise the Lord. So if we minister the word of God concerning healing to you, your life or the result of your life should be health or healing. Praise the Lord. If a sick person is here and we minister the word of God concerning healing to that sick person, what we are expecting or what God expects is that the end result of that sick person will be healing. Why? Because we have ministered the word of healing to the person. Yes, Hallelujah. Are we all here? Yes, so that's the reason for the word of God. Now, I said the first benefit is guidance. Psalm 119 verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hallelujah. Shall glory. Praise the Lord. Pastor Ma, you are blessed and welcome, Ma. Hallelujah. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word of God is a lamp. This, this is David talking. And if you've studied about David, he was so much in love with the word of God. Hallelujah. He's saying here that the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Because David had an understanding. Praise the Lord. We live in a dark world. And through darkness, your navigation is light. You need light to move in darkness. Hallelujah. You need light to move in darkness. And David understood that. He understood the world in which he was, he was living. A dark world. In the epistles, through the spirit of God, Paul calls it a perverse, a dark and a perverse generation. So your only navigation through this dark and perverse generation is the word of God. It means that without God's word, you wouldn't know where to go or how to move. Praise the Lord. You see, we are in this room. If this whole room is full of darkness, you may want to walk from here to the door through, through and, and just go out. But because of the darkness, you would bump into a lot of things here because there are a lot of things over here that because of darkness, you may not be able to see. But through the word of God, which is light. You know, the word of God is light. The Bible says that God is light. And in him, there is no darkness at all. And God and his word are one. That means that his word is light. That's what David is talking about here. That word is a lamp unto my feet. His word guides you where to walk. There is a hole in front of you. How do you see the hole in front of you? If you don't have light. Hallelujah. You know, a lot of times we've been praying, oh, the Holy Ghost should guide me into this. But do you know that the Holy Ghost guides us into truth? Praise the Lord. You cannot receive guidance in your life if you don't have God's word in your life. 
No, you can't receive guidance. So the Holy Ghost can only guide a person when the person has the word of God in the person's spirit. So without the word of God, the Holy Ghost cannot guide you. So a lot of people are praying for the guidance of the spirit without the word. When they are doing that, they are praying in darkness. Hallelujah. It's like there, there's no light here. The switches are off. And you are praying. You are praying. Oh, I want to, I want to go out. You, what do you have to do? You have to turn on the light. Once you turn on the light, then you know that you can pass here or not, not pass here. Hallelujah. So, it is God's word that the Holy Ghost uses in guiding you. What kind of decision you have to take in your life? Praise the Lord. You can't, you can't be guided without his word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hallelujah. A lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It means that when you have God's word, you would have direction in your life. You are guided. You know where you are going. Everybody that knows where they are going has guidance. Praise the Lord. Walk here. Don't walk here. Go here. Don't go there. Amen. You know, everybody wants to move to the next level in life. Praise the Lord. They want to go higher. There's nobody who doesn't want to progress in life. Hallelujah. But you see, for you to move to the next level of your life, you need to be guided. Amen. Amen. You need to be shown even the next level to be. Right now, where God wants you to be, if you want to know where God wants you to be, you can only know that through the Spirit. And the Spirit can only guide you through His Word. Hallelujah. He will guide you into all truth. He says that He shall bring you into remembrance of all those things that I have told you. So it is, when you have the Word of God in you, if, if, if you have not known anything from Scripture, or you have not known anything from God's Word, there's nothing the Holy Ghost will bring you in remembrance of. So you want to take a decision in your life. You want to know which business to do. You want to know where to go. You want to know who to marry. And your, your spirit is not filled with the word of God. The Holy Ghost cannot guide you. Praise the Lord. Because you'll be looking at when you see a woman. Let's say I'm talking about a gentleman now. When you see a woman, fair, or dark, with long hair, says, surely the Lord's anointed stands before me. This is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. What? Based on your eyes. You are, you, are, you are choosing based on your senses. Hallelujah. But in scripture, the Bible talks about the virtuous woman. In Proverbs chapter 31. And describes the qualities of that kind of person. If you've not known it, how would you know that this person is the right one for me? Praise the Lord. So even in choosing a life partner, without scripture, you, you would make a mistake. Jesus said, you err 
Because you know not the scriptures and the power of God. You err. Two things will make you not err. The scriptures and the power of God. Hallelujah. You err. You go into error because you don't know the scriptures. But when you know the scriptures, you wouldn't go into error. You wouldn't walk in the wrong path. Why? Because his word is a light. A light. I said this whole world is full of darkness. And we need light to walk in the world. And the only light that we have is his word. Praise the Lord. So when you are walking in the word of God, you are walking in light. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you getting blessed? Are you learning something? Will you give yourself to God's word? So you see, guidance is, is, is the light by which we navigate through this, this life. Hallelujah. Guidance. So a lot of people's lives have gone astray or have gone wrong because they lack guidance. Anybody who doesn't have guidance in their life will end up in a ditch very soon. Hallelujah. Jesus said, he said, a blind man cannot lead another blind man. They will both fall in a ditch. Hallelujah. So it takes the one who sees to lead someone in darkness. Hallelujah. And the one who sees is the Holy Ghost. And he can only do that through the word of God. The more of God's word you have in your spirit, the more guided your life is. But where the word is absent, no. Your life will be full of errors, full of mistakes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Number two reason or benefits for God's word. Number two, benefit of God's word is wisdom. Wisdom. The Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all that getting, get understanding. But wisdom is the principal thing. That's Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Now, I want you to open your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 14 to 15. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. This is Paul to Timothy. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned 
So there were certain things that Paul had taught Timothy. Or Timothy had learned from Paul. And he says that he should continue in them. And has been assured of. That means that those things that he has taught him, they were assured things. Praise the Lord. And it's only the word of God that, is, that gives an assurance. You see, without God's word, you are not assured of your life. Amen. It is only God's word. Because God's word does not fail. Everything else will fail. Everything else will pass away. He says that, but my word will not pass away. So, the only stable thing, the only constant thing, the only thing that will never pass is his word. So, the only thing that you can be sure of is God's word. Hallelujah. So, that's what Paul is talking to Timothy about. So, be, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of. What have you learned from scriptures? He said, you have been assured of them. Knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Hallelujah. You know, in Hebrews, the Bible says that, follow them who through faith and patience obtain the promise. Hallelujah. In this ministry, you are following a man of God. If I don't know anything about the man of God, I know at least where he began from and what he was saying where he was in the beginning. At least I know that. And I know where he is now. I know that it's not the same place he used to be. There has been progress in his life. Hallelujah. Follow them who through faith and patience obtain the promises. That means that you follow the results of their lives. I have seen the results of Pastor Prince's life. That's why I'm following him. Hallelujah. That's what Paul is saying here. He said, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. There are some people who are just talking, they, are, they just talk. But you can't see any results or any works in their lives. Praise the Lord. But he says that you know whom you have, you have learned these things from. You know the result, the end result of my life. Hallelujah. Now let's go to the verse 15. He says, and that from a child... Thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. He says that Timothy from a child has known the holy scriptures. Why? Because, you see, Timothy had believing parents or his mom was a believer and his grandmother was also a believer. Hallelujah. So Timothy had learned the word of God from childhood. And he's saying here that, and that from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures. So the knowledge of the holy scriptures that Timothy had, he says that, which are able, the holy scriptures, the word of God, is able to make thee wise unto salvation. So it means that if you want to walk in wisdom, if you want to deal wisely in the affairs of life, knowledge of the word of God cannot be taken for granted. Hallelujah. The knowledge of the Holy Scriptures that Timothy had, the Bible, Paul told him that 
they are able to make him wise. So if the scriptures are able to make Timothy wise, the Bible was not, was not written only to Timothy. It's written to us. So the scriptures are also able to make you wise. But they can only make you wise when you know what is in it. Praise the Lord. Concerning Jesus, the Bible says that the child grew in wisdom. Open to Luke. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. The Holy Scriptures are able to make you wise. Wisdom. Wisdom. If you want to walk in wisdom, you ought to know scriptures. You ought to know the word of God. You ought to have the word of God in your spirit. Hallelujah. And the child grew and walked strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Hallelujah. He's talking about Jesus, that he grew and walked strong in spirit, and he was filled with wisdom. Why was he filled with wisdom? You know, an amazing thing about Jesus, when we read Luke chapter 4, when he entered the temple, after he had come back from the fasting and prayers, when he entered the temple, the Bible says that as his custom was, he went into the synagogue. And they gave him the scrolls to read. It was his custom to read the scriptures. It was his custom to go to church. So when he entered, he was giving the scriptures. And he was reading. Hallelujah. That means that it was his knowledge of scriptures that made him wise. That filled him with wisdom. Amen. And what, 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 what did that wisdom do for him? Sometimes you talk about wisdom. wisdom. What, what does it do for you? Go to Mark. Mark chapter 6, verse 2. So we've seen here that Jesus was filled with wisdom. Now Mark chapter 6, verse 2. Say, wisdom is the principal thing. Hallelujah. See, as I hear God's word, I'm becoming more wiser. Hallelujah. See, you can have the wisdom of God. And you can also have the wisdom of God and manifest the wisdom of God. They are not the same. Praise the Lord. Once you are born again, you see, you are born again totally packaged. There are so many things in your spirit. But those things in your spirit, they have to find an expression. Hallelujah. You ought to manifest whatever is in your spirit. And wisdom, the wisdom of God is in your spirit. You can only manifest that wisdom through your knowledge of scripture. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are we all here? Now let's read. Mark chapter 6, verse 2. Mark 6, verse 2. Wisdom. He says, And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many, hearing him, were astonished, saying, From whence had this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. This is Jesus. When he began to speak, they said, where, where did he get all these things that he's saying? 
Where did he get it from? And what kind of wisdom has been given unto him that such mighty works are out by his hands? It means that you can work mighty works through wisdom. Hallelujah. If you want to work mighty works, you know, the Bible says in Proverbs that the whole world was created by God. You know. But it was through his wisdom that he created the world. Hallelujah. And that wisdom, we have access to that wisdom. The more of scriptures that we have in our spirit, the more of the wisdom of God we can manifest on the outside. So you want to work mighty works like Jesus. Then you have to know scriptures or know the word of God as Jesus knew the word of God. Because it is beneficial unto wisdom. It will give you wisdom. He says that the holy scriptures are able, they are able to make thee wise unto salvation. So you ought to examine your life. Maybe you'll be make, making a lot of foolish decisions. You check your life. And you've seen here or you've heard today that the holy scriptures are able to make thee wise. Why is it that every business I start collapses? Why is it that every relationship I enter does not end in marriage? Why? What should I do? How should I ap apply this thing? Where should I go? Wisdom. You need wisdom. And he says that the Holy Scriptures are able to make you wise. They are able. Let me, let me let you see the meaning of the ability of the wisdom to, to make you wise. The Scriptures to make you wise. Shataka Bahaya. So, turn your Bibles to first, Second Timothy chapter 3. Hallelujah. Are we all here? Now, the wisdom that is impacted to you through your knowledge of scriptures, this is the kind of wisdom. It is a wisdom that gives you the ability to invent things. Hallelujah. The ability to invent is wisdom. The, the ability to devise clever strategies. Wisdom. Wisdom. You see, there is the wisdom of this world and there is the wisdom of God. The Bible says that the wisdom of this world is sensual and demonic. Hallelujah. The wisdom of this world is sensual and devilish. But the wisdom that comes from above, the Bible says that it's easily entreated. It is peaceable. Through your study or your knowledge of scriptures, you have access to the wisdom from above. The wisdom that grants you the ability to invent things. Grants you the ability to devise clever strategies. 
You know, there was a man in scripture. His name was Ahitophel. The Bible says that the man was so wise that in those days, when Ahitophel gave you counsel, it will be like you have heard from God himself. Ahitophel. He was so wise that when Absalom wanted to overthrow his father, he went to seek counsel from Ahitophel. That's David's son, Absalom. So when the Bible says that when Ahitophel joined the conspiracy, the conspiracy was strengthened. Because everybody knew that whatever advice that this gentleman Ahitophel will give, it, will, it is sure to succeed. Why? Because they knew him as a wise man. Hallelujah. Ahitophel. David had to pray. David said, when David heard it, Ahitophel has also joined the conspirators. The Bible says that David said, God, turn the counsel of Ahitophel into foolishness. Because he knew what the counsel of Ahitophel could do. And that was a man without, without what? The spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. But we, we have, you see, we have the, the opportunity. We have the privilege of the wisdom of God to display it to its maximum through our knowledge of scriptures. So the more of scriptures we have in our spirit, we know we have in our spirit, we meditate on, the more we deal wisely. Do you know that as a businessman, you can always win on your investments. Pastor, I remember those years you sent us um, the life of one, one of the businessmen. One businessman. And when, when you sent that, that, that link to, to study, that businessman, okay, he never lost an investment. Never. Because before he ventures into an, uh, a, a business or an investment, he goes inside and meditates on scripture for days until he gets the right signal to go into this business or not to go into that business. Wisdom from scripture. From scripture. You want to deal wisely in the affairs of life. Bible says that through wisdom a house is built. You can build your house through wisdom. You can build your finance through wisdom. And that wisdom is from God's word. I said there is a wisdom of the world and there is a wisdom of God. The wisdom of the world will say that, oh, don't give too much. Save your money. Save your money. Hallelujah. Saving is not bad. Save your money. Save your money. But the Bible says, there is he that scattereth and yet increaseth. And there is he that withholdeth more than is enough, but it tended into poverty. That is the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. So if a believer doesn't, doesn't know the scriptures, and we are, we are giving in church, and that, that believer is, oh, no, no, you have to give the, the smaller one. The Bible says that he who sows sparingly shall also report sparingly. He who sows bountifully shall also reap bountifully. That is wisdom from the word of God. When you know it and you apply it, you will get the results that God says. Hallelujah. 
Praise the Lord. So one benefit of God's word is that it gives you wisdom. It makes you wise. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. He says, This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. He says, For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and you shall have good success. That word good success there, in, in other versions means you shall deal wisely in the affairs of life. Praise the Lord. You shall deal wisely in the affairs of life. You see that in, in everything you do, wisdom, wisdom will be oozing out of you. Wisdom. When, you, see, you see, the world is full of challenges. Hallelujah. The world is full of challenges, needing solutions. Amen. Amen. And one way you can be a success in this life is when you have solution to the problems of this world. Yes, one major way of success is looking out for a need and meeting that need. Hallelujah. When you meet that need, you become a success automatically. You go to a place, everybody's walking barefooted. Then say, hey, you've seen an opportunity there. Wisdom will, will devise a plan or devise something that would help them to walk with something, not barefooted. Hallelujah. So wisdom will make a slippers for them. Now when wisdom makes the slippers and gives it to one, you say, hey, okay, I can use the slippers so that something cannot pierce my feet. Hallelujah. Now when a person makes the slippers, all those that will begin to buy and he starts making money. Hallelujah. Dealing wisely in the affairs of life. Wisdom. And it can only come through the, the knowledge of God's word. The knowledge of God's word. So the more of God's word you are receiving, the more of God's word you are meditating on, you are able to deal wisely in the affairs of life because you are adding up. You are, you are stirring up the, the wisdom of God in your spirit. Then you are able to walk in wisdom. Do you know that the more of the word of God that you meditate on, automatically, you find yourself walking in wisdom. Hallelujah. It's not that you try to do something or say something wise. No. It, when you give yourself, it says meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them. That thy profiting, that thy profiting will appear unto all. You just find yourself making the right decision, going to the right place at the right time, saying the right things at the right time. Why? Because you have imbibed the word of God and it has made you wise. It has programmed you in wisdom. All the steps you take, you take in wisdom. When you give a counsel, it cannot be resisted. Hallelujah. You see, wisdom produces works. Wisdom produces works. You can write it down. Wisdom produces works. Hallelujah. You know, when the Bible says that the wisdom of God or the wisdom of this world is sensual and demonic, okay, it's not that 
the wisdom of this world doesn't produce results for the people in this world. It produces results. But then the wisdom of God produces a result without repercussions or without the element of death. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, there, there is life. The Bible says that money is a de defense. Wisdom is also a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to them that have it. That means that when you are wise, you walk in life. Hallelujah. Everything you do produces life. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you all here? Are you learning something? Are you writing it down? Praise the Lord. So your knowledge of the scriptures are able to make you wise. Hallelujah. Let's go to number three. Then I would sum up at number three. Hallelujah. There are seven, but we can't go into all of it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, another benefit of God's word is that God's word teaches you how to behave in the house of God. Amen. The word of God teaches you how to behave in the house of God. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. Oh, thank you, Jesus. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. How to behave in the house of God. You know, when you enter a person's home, there is, there is a code of conduct in everybody's home. Praise the Lord. When you enter someone's home and you don't the popular saying that says, um, when you go to Rome, you do what the Romans do. When you enter a person's home and you don't go by the code of conduct over there, you quickly find yourself out because you can't fit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For instance, when you enter Pastor Mabel's home, you have to wash your, <laughs> you have to wash your hand. She keeps a very strict hy hygiene principle. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you are someone who doesn't like washing their hands, just do everything you want. You can't fit. Amen. There is a code of conduct in everybody's home. Now, there is a code of conduct in the house of God. There is a way you ought to behave yourself in the house of God. There is a way. But ignorance of the word of God makes people do whatever they want in the, in, in the house of God. Hallelujah. And when you do whatever you want in God's house, it will be to your disadvantage. Praise God. Now let's read. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar of and the ground of the truth. Hallelujah. He said that you may know how you should behave yourself in the house of God. That means that it is not, you can't do whatever you want in God's house. 
For instance, you enter this place and an usher tells you, oh, come and sit here. You can't tell the usher where you want to sit. Praise the Lord. You can't tell an usher that, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to sit here. I want to sit over there. No. It is the usher's responsibility and he has been, the usher has been given that authority to arrange everybody that enters the church. When you enter a church where everybody is sitting where they, they, they want to sit, that means that the usher is not doing his work well. Hallelujah. There is a way we ought to behave in church. So when you enter church, see, in, you, you can do whatever you, you, you want on your own, in your house. So my house, I can put this one here, put this one there. But in the house of God, there are principles, there are laid down rules. There is a head of the house. Hallelujah. That's our man of God, Pastor Prince. And he has given instructions. You, this, this person, you are responsible for this. This usher, you are responsible for this. Pastor Fair, you are responsible for this. Pastor Obed, you are responsible for this. Pastor Nana, you are responsible for this. So each and every one of us have been given responsibilities by the head of the house. Hallelujah. So when you come into the house and a pastor or a leader instructs you, we are, we are acting on the instructions from our man of God. Because the man of God will not be the one to arrange everybody here. He has arranged it in such a way that everybody would have a responsibility in the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. So when you come and the usher tells you, sit here, you sit where the usher tells you. Why? Because it is an instruction from the man of God to the usher, then to you. So you go by it. Some people enter and say, do you know who I am? You can't tell me where to sit. Hallelujah. So there, there, there are some big churches that have some managers of certain big institutions that are ashes in those churches. They are not too big to do something in the house of God. So our man of God says that everybody has to do something in the house of God. So it's a way of behaving in the church. You are in church. You are not doing anything. But pastor has instructed everybody should do something in God's house. You are not behaving well. You are not behaving right. Pastor says we are meeting. Sometimes pastor calls, oh, we are, we are having a meeting. Let us all come. Some people will be absent from that meeting. Do you know what it means? There were some two people in scripture, in, in, in the church in the wilderness. Hallelujah. Moses sent to call them. Korah and, and his, his clique. Moses sent to call them. And they told the messenger to go and tell Moses that he won't come. Hallelujah. Moses, <laughs> the servant of God, said, go and call these men. Then he said, why? Is Moses the one who will come in? Is he the prince over us? Go and tell him that we will not come. Then they didn't come. You know, you know what happened to them? <laughs> the ground opened and swallowed them up. Hallelujah. Why? Because they went against the instruction of God's servant Moses. Praise the Lord. Now in the New Testament, 
the ground may not open and, and swallow you. <laughs> so they don't know what is happening. So pastor calls a meeting. Every leader has to be here. Then some leaders choose to absent themselves. They choose. It's not that maybe something, then they won't call to you. Hallelujah. See, it's a bad behavior. Praise the Lord. But he says that we ought to know how to behave ourselves. Know how to behave yourself. And when you are studying scriptures, when you know what the word of God teaches, you will know that, oh, okay, when pastor says something, I have to follow instructions. When my leader gives an instruction, I have to follow it. It is ignorant people that go against instruction. And your ignorance can cost you a lot. Ignorance of God's word. Ignorance of God's word. But when, when you are so, so much filled with the word of God. Hallelujah. When you are filled with the word of God, you are, you are instructed. Or you are teachable. You become teachable. And then you begin to experience the benefits of God's word in your life. So when the word of God talks about progress, you begin to see progress in your life. Because why? You are behaving in a correct manner. You have studied to know how to behave. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Even in the way you come to church, the timing. We say 8 o'clock. Ah, but what changes? We, we are late. We don't, we don't start church early. So me to have come 8.50. Hallelujah. We say 8. Yours is to be here at 8. So, but so so and so didn't come at 8. It is not so so and so. It is you. In the New Testament, God is very personal. Hallelujah. He deals with you like he doesn't know someone else. So when he instructs you to do something and you go against it, someone may go against it and you say, the person, nothing is happening to the person. No. Check the person's life well. Check. The one who has been going against instruction, check it well. There is, there is something somewhere that he's been wanting to clear off his life for, for long. Hallelujah. There is a way to behave in God's house. There is a way. The Bible says that treat the younger ladies as sisters. And treat the elderly people as mothers or like fathers. Hallelujah. It tells us how to treat them. So that is a way we ought to behave in church. You can't see mommy and, and, and just treat mommy like you treat your colleague at work. Hallelujah. Mommy is older than you, and the Bible instructs. He says that treat her as a mother. Treat the young lady by you as a sister. I can't treat Sister Bridget as somebody I'm just ordering her. Hey, no. I have to treat her like a sister. I have to treat Brother Wallace as a brother. That is how we ought to behave. Praise the Lord. Have you been blessed? Have you learned something? Say, I'm behaving right. See, once you are, you are knowledgeable of the word of God, you will know how to behave. 
A lot of times, people don't know how to behave because they don't know what the Word of God says. They've not been trained. The Word of God trains you to behave rightly. Hallelujah. It's a training. Maybe from wherever you, you came from, you talk anyhow. You just open your mouth and some, some people say you run diarrhea. You open your mouth and pastor says that when something comes out of your mouth, we'll all be looking for a place to hide. But you, you are taught God's word or you study God's word. To, and the, the word of God teaches us is that let your word be seasoned with salt. Let no corrupt speech come out of your mouth. So whereas you used to talk some way, right now, through the knowledge of scriptures, you are correcting your talk. So you are correcting your behavior like that. So you don't just do that again. You've changed. Why? Because you have seen something in God's word. Hallelujah. See, and the more, and the more transformed by the word of God you are, the more of the glory of the word you see in your life. Because the word of God is filled with the glory of God. Hallelujah. The more of the word of God you know, the more of the word of God you live by, the more of the glory of God you express. Hallelujah. So you want to see glory. But then you are not behaving rightly too. You are just talking anyhow. Treating anybody anyhow. Coming to church anyhow. <laughs> Someone will come to church today. Come another week. And maybe another month. The person is not consistent. Hallelujah. But you should know through studies of the scripture or through the teaching that our man of God has been giving us, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. So he knows that people have that kind of attitude not to come to church. It's a bad attitude. It's not right. Hallelujah. So when you know, you know from scripture that you should not forsake the assembling of yourselves, then you go by what the word of God says to do. Then you get the blessing or the benefit of what the word of God says to do. The benefit of the word comes to those who want know the word and do the word. Hallelujah. Something that our pastors always, our man of God says, says God does not honor teachers of the word. God does not honor hearers of the word. God does not honor believers of the word. God honors doers of the word. But you need to hear and know it before you can do it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Say, I'm increasing in wisdom. Say, I'm as I increase in the knowledge of God's word, I increase in wisdom. Say, my life is guided. And I know how to behave. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can you please be on your feet with me? Hallelujah to Jesus. Wherever you are, I want you to open your mouth and begin to speak in tongues wherever you are. And just bless the name of the Lord. Mandala basonta la bango shapali andala basanda la baha liga shata kamanda la basanda la bako shata la baha lagada basanta la bako shegelebe 
The prophet said, he said, I found thy words and I did eat them. And they were sweet to me like honey. We are praying that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Wherever you are, lift up your voice and pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Lagabashata Kamanda Labasandi di Biandaba, Rabalabasanda Labasandi di Bianda Labahaya, Legabashata Kabalabasanda Labaha, Rabalabasandi di Biantos Kapalianda Labaha, Labashata Kabalabasanda Labahaya, Mandalabasandi di Bianda Labaha, Legabashata Labasandi di Biandi, Masata Kabalabasandi di to us it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom Lega shata kabala basanda labaha rabada bado shegele bezondi bianda labaha the eyes of our understanding is enlightened in the name of the lord jesus back to obo shakalabaha rabado shegele bezondi bianda labaha manta kabala basanta labaha lega shata kamanda labasinde malego shakalabaha liba shata kabaha in the name of the lord jesus father in the name of jesus we thank you for your word we thank you that we are increasing the knowledge of god's word we thank you that the eyes of our understanding is enlightened in the name of the lord jesus we thank you that we are seeing progress through the ministration of god's word that has come to us and the word of god is bearing fruits in our lives in the mighty name of jesus we thank you that through your word we are guided we thank you that through your word we are we are attaining unto wisdom in everything that we do in the name of Jesus we thank you that through your word our actions our behavior has been corrected we give you all the praise we give you all the honor and the adoration in Jesus mighty name amen shall glory praise the Lord hallelujah please it's time for our offering can the music team help us with our offering it is coming from my heart Praise and thanks unto you, Lord. All the things that you have done, I'm grateful for your love. I give you the praise. It is coming from my heart. Praise and thanks unto you, Lord. All the things that you have done, I'm grateful for your love. I give you the praise. I'm counting my blessings. I can't can keep it to myself. When I thought that he has done too much, oh, Jesus did it again. 
I'm counting my blessings. I just can't keep it to myself. When I thought that he has done too much, oh, Jesus did it again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Shout glory. Hallelujah. We are praying over the offering. Father Lord, we thank you for this seed. We thank you for your word that always guides us, that gives us wisdom and also serves as an instruction for your good behavior. We thank you for your word that has come, even as we have given according to your word. We declare that the power in your word will be realized in our lives, individually and as a church. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Shout amen. Hallelujah. At this minute, I would just like to invite our dear man of God to take over. Pastor Prince, shall we shout a glorious glory? Hallelujah. bow down your head Father we thank you for our lives we thank you for your glory that you have given to us a glory that cannot be taken away from us thank you for your word that you have given to us thank you for the Holy Spirit that you have given to us we thank you for your power that you have given to us Thank you for your vision that you've given to us. Thank you for the ministry that you've given to us. Thank you for the people of WCN that you've given to us. We love you, Jesus, because there is none like you. Thank you for your purpose that you have planted and placed us in to live to fulfill your will. Thank you, Father, for your grace and your ever-increasing grace that is at work in and through us. We love you, Jesus. We pray for every person here and every member of WCM that this week will be a fruitful week for every individual. In the name of Jesus, that this month there will be unusual wealth in the lives and the hands of every individual. Father, we pray and we bless this ministry. We bless every member. We bless every partner. We bless every leader. We bless every individual that belongs to this church. We ask 